Oh, shit. You half hair braided motherfuckers. Oh, shit. Half hair braided. Oh, shit. Yo. Who's yeah. walking around with half a head braided? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, there was just one dude I went to high school with. This nigga, I don't know if he was like just twisting up his hair like as like a nervous thing in class, but like half his head was like twisted up, like, like just twisted. And the other half was just after. I was like, nigga, you came to school like that for I mean, but week. were the twists tight, though? Like, was it, was, did it look straight? Like, It looked like he did it himself without a mirror, bro. Ah, damn. It'd be really funny if it looked like, if he looked like he just came from the hair salon, but like well, he had to get to class. Done, bro. <laughs> that nigga, I only had $30, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is what they did for $30. I only had some yeah, this is a this is a fun episode of Off the Cuff, you know. You feel me? About to wrap up the school year, and we have... A very lovely guest. This nigga think he gonna take my crown as uh, as the young uh, college black David, the goofy nigga. First of all, first of all, nigga, you not as sad as me. That's 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 one thing. That's one thing, nigga. You not as sad as me. Second off, nigga, you nowhere near as cuddly yet threatening. Cuddly yet threatening. Well, I'm nowhere cuddly near yet as fluffy threatening. as you for sure. For, for damn sure, nigga. For damn sure. I'm not built like me, son. But you know, I want to you know give it up to you know the the little homie uh, David Robinson. What's up? What's up? Yeah, uh, man. Get, get, yeah. Give the people your profile. You know, where are you My from? Uh, where are you from? How long you been doing so comedy? How old are you, nigga? What's, what's up? What's up? Uh, I'm David Robinson. I've been in comedy since I was 16, so like four years now. It don't seem like it. I'm not good enough to say I'm four, I've am been in this game for four years. Uh, but yeah, I'm from originally from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, but I live in Raleigh, North Carolina right now. Go to school with Young Guap in Greensboro. Woo! Um, yeah, that's that's me. I don't know what else to say. I don't know. I'm six one. He also rents white women off. The I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I've seen it with my own eyes, I have bro. Subscription. I've, I've, I've seen it with my own women. eyes, bro. He be all up in the casual encounter section of Craigslist. Bruh. I need me a lonely white woman <laughs> who's I'm willing to wear HBCU apparel to public events. That's what you be fucking on. I mean, see, the thing is, it wasn't even Jiho when you brought this white woman <laughs> with an in-cat fucking sweatshirt. I was like, bro, nigga, it's February, nigga. You bruh. doing this shit in February? <laughs> that shit like history so month, for real. I, you know, can't be fucking a white woman during Black History. That was the dream. That's that what Martin Luther King was That's talking he about. To, to he wanted us to be able to fuck what? white women without shame with, during without Black shame. History Month. During Black History Month, you know I feel what? like that's extra credit to his hard work. <laughs> extra credit, <laughs> extra credit to his hard work. I feel like I feel like you should just. I feel like that should be like one of the best things to do on like MLK Day. Yeah, fuck a white girl. Yeah, fuck a white. Fuck girl. a white girl, save a life. Fuck a white girl, save a life. Fuck a white girl. I don't know about all that. I, I no. You Every heard time it here. you nut in a white girl, a black kid gets his wings. Shut the. <laughs> Shut the fuck. I fuck. You want a slave angel though? <laughs> Lord, all the slave angel babies. I hate y'all niggas. The ones that didn't make it. Them, all, all them stillborns are just getting their wings every time. That's not even the, the, the real ones. statistic. Is, the real statistic is every time a black dude nuts in a white girl, another black kid gets shot by the police. That's really Damn. what happens, bro. That's, that's really facts. what. That's the real statistic, that's bro. That looks more that's accurate. The real, no, that's that's the true. real statistic, yeah. bro. I be I was thinking about it though. Like I'm saving lives right now, nigga. <laughs> you saving lives right now. <laughs> I'm saving lives right now, bro. Bro, right now. I was thinking about it the I'm other a superhero. Day. What if like okay, so like you know the slaves in Africa, right? 
So, like, you know, in Africa, like, we don't know what the fuck was going on there before white people, because, you know, history books ain't shit. But, like, we kind of know. But, like, you know, to our knowledge, not all Africans were angels. Like, they was out there slaughtering and killing their own people. So, like, say a dude has, like, a body count of, like, 50 other black people, right? But then he got enslaved. And then he, like, you know, he escaped and he jumped from the ship. Does he get to go to heaven just because he was a slave? He or like I don't think he actually he doesn't get to be counted as a slave. He just a nigga that got captured. Okay, well, okay. So say say a dude that got he captured just, all the way and became a slave for like six months. Damn. So he he got to America but, and was slaving for six months. And then he like killed himself or but died. But he killed but he killed fifty people. He killed fifty black people. In fifty Africa. black people. So do you go to hell? How the fuck you get caught? <laughs> How you get? <laughs> they were sick you of his shit. Black people. Black people are the hardest to kill. <laughs> Africans mm. are the hardest to kill. They're the hardest They're to the fucking hard, catch. Bro, Hell yeah. Bro, so this they had to get sold off by other Africans. That's the only possible way this had to work out. Yeah. Because these white people weren't really catching yeah, Africans. Yeah, like my that. thing is, if you got 50 bodies and some white dude who, who just got to the continent you, called you, you don't bro, even know do nothing. you really got 50 bodies? <laughs> do you really bang you really like that? You really got 50 bodies or was you just on the boat? <laughs> 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 when the fifty bodies were caught, baby. Right. That's facts. That's facts. I don't know. I feel like slavery should just be a free ticket to heaven, but I don't know. You know, because like, how long did that shit last? Two hundred years. Four hundred years. A brick. A brick. Yeah, a good smooth brick. A, a smooth, a smooth brick. A know? smooth brick. <laughs> Nigga, long enough. Bro. So like the niggas that were like the OG slaves. Do you think they got like? You, th- you think they like get street cred around the plantation? Like. Man, like, I feel like it. The fuck, fucking Mark been here so. since since the fucking triangular trade or whatever that shit was I called. Mean, Transatlantic. You would hope so. <laughs> yeah. You would hope so. And they got generational sway, like slave wealth and shit. <laughs> <laughs> These niggas is like, we, get, we eating high on the hog, nigga. Right. We getting like high the bones the bones. Right. Nigga, you feel me? Y'all get the fucking hoof. Like, nigga, we getting... <laughs> they like, nigga, we get the snout, head. bitch. Eat the snout. These motherfuckers is like, we get the heads. Y'all niggas get the tails and all that other right. shit. That's wild. Right. Slavery, man. Wild. Yeah. Wild I actually am a big fan of slavery. Not the idea. Not, I don't want, on no, the I'm record, no, I don't want to say that I'm a fan of slavery, but I'm a fan of the of the history of slavery. Not in a, I'm not a supporter. I'm a fan. Like, I always love learning more about slavery. But it never surprises me. Like, my mom's always trying to tell me some shit that's like, off the cuff about slavery. Like, did you know that they used to, like, beat them and water w- waterboard them and then put them in a box and then leave them out to roast and then make them go back to work? I'm like, yeah, it's fucking slavery. Like, this <laughs> about, <laughs> it's like what do you want? Sounds about right. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's like, why white people don't, that's why white people can't discipline their kids. Yeah. Mm. They, they got too much slave. They got too much slave owner in them. Yeah. They look at their There's kids. There's a slave like owner in white black people. Man. All of them. That's why they can't beat their kids in public. They just because if they beat their kids in public, they gonna fuck them colonizer. kids up. <laughs> they gonna fuck them kids up. Like that kid gonna get lashed like he a black child. Right. Just it's over. Over. No, they gonna get. They gonna cut his foot off like he running from the cops. Yeah, I feel like the best white rappers come from like abused families, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Eminem. Eminem. Machine Gun Kelly, bro. Right. A little, a little bit of abuse goes a long yeah, way. Bro. Uh, yeah, bro. Abuse goes a long way. You know, that's why. See, I can't beat my kids, but like, I'm a bully my kids. Like, 
I'm gonna make sure they know they ain't shit so that they can be somebody, you know. Nah, that's what my dad. I mean, my dad beat me too, but you know, a lot of both. My mom for sure beat me. She didn't have to. Yelling was enough. I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she wanted to get that. She wanted to I, I was a timid child. Like, she wanted that shit to settle in. She wanted you to like have a recognition. Fuck the yelling. Like real Feel shit. Feel this though. pain. Feel the pain. <laughs> Bro, my mom beat me with a brush one time, and then the God brush, damn. the brush broke off on my ass, and she got so mad. She just walked away. She was like, "The beat wasn't done. I just got frustrated that your ass was so hard that I broke my fucking brush." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh man, that's pretty fucked up." Damn. Man, I've been I've been hit with a fucking PlayStation Two controller. Lord, what? Yeah. So my mom like, How I got in trouble. So I'm at the house playing my PS Two. My mom, they called my mom, and she ain't, she ain't let nobody know that she was pulling up to the house. She get in the house in the middle of the game, unplug the controller, and just off, just fold it and just start going off. Lord. Oh my god. <laughs> That's back when the controllers had to have the fucking yeah, wire too. Yeah. So. so I'm getting I'm getting lashes. Wow. With that wire. That's wild. One time my dad <laughs> it's, a it's a different my, era of parents. My dad here. like my dad just be like a like a baseball pitcher. This nigga pinged me like real good, like real good. With a brick eraser, bro. Oh nigga, shit. Nigga said, Pew! Got me. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, got me. I said, uh. nigga was wow. That was something. Man, my dad never beat me, uh, but my mom would. Bro, but my dad would get off work to beat me, bro. But my dad was too tired. He was like, I'm sick. Because both my parents are teachers, so like they both be oh. sick of kids by the time they get home. Oh. And so like, it was over for me. All I had to do was breathe wrong, you know? Like, <laughs> that's an asshole. That's an asshole. Yeah. And my mom had a rule, like, don't talk to her for like a couple hours when she got home. And like, she went upstairs and like, we couldn't talk to her. Didn't know what the fuck was going on with dinner or with anything. <laughs> she said, yo, fuck y'all for the next few hours. I'm, I'm ch- Just I'm leave me the fuck leave alone. Me alone. Leave me alone. Yeah, bro. I got a cousin who's a teacher. She says that shit to her kids, too. That's crazy. She, she also, like, she now, she stopped, like, teaching, like, the yeah. the normal children. Oh, Lord. The, what is the, that? <laughs> the normal, like, she's, not, she's teaching, like, the... the the, the dis- disabled children, the okay. disabled children now. Okay. She stopped teaching the normal kids because the normal kids are fucking monsters. Right. The normal kids are all sociopaths. Yeah. I think, I think all children it's now. because nothing bad happened to them yet. Yeah. All, all these yeah. children now are just sociopaths. Yeah. We need to bring back bullying. I need person to Yo, person bullying. Yo, fucking dead ass though. See, really though. I need person to person though. bullying because niggas yeah. deserve to be bullied. Mm-hmm. All of these kids out here nowadays, too soft. Bully his little punk ass and see how tough he gonna right. be. Right, yeah. and it's like don't traumatize them, but like give them something to worry about. Hell right, yeah. Yeah. They, that bro. To be honest, scared. he gonna get punched in the chest. To be honest, like, like I hate to be that nigga, but if you get bothered, like if you really genuinely get bothered by cyberbullying, I'm just like, what like, the fuck, nigga? Because it's like, like. Like, I remember, like, my sophomore year, there was some girl at, like, another high school in the area that had, like, you know, killed herself or whatever (laughs) 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 over some tweets. And I'm just like, come on, bitch. That's Twitter, though. Like, come on now, nigga. Come on. I don't even think it was anything. And to be honest, sometimes I'm not even going to cap. I don't like to blame the victim, but sometimes, nigga. I'd be like, bro, you got caught doing some hoe shit. Like, you did some hoe shit on camera and put it on the internet. And you think niggas not going to say, oh, is she a hoe? 
she a hoe. Oh yeah, this bitch fucking swallowed a whole banana on Twitter. No, that's not what she did. I don't know what she did. I don't know what she did, Nigga, but I'm that's just the like the whole plot of Thirteen Reasons Why. Like, is it really? Yeah, like I, I refuse to watch that shit. shit. And then everybody she started calling. She well, she didn't do some whole shit. She was like photographed, and then they made it like they like they blew it out of proportion. Like she was doing some whole shit, and like it's a bunch. It, there, that was one of the thirteen reasons why she killed herself. Oh my God. But uh, and then it goes on and on. And there's what are all the thirteen shit. reasons why so, she killed herself? Ooh, she got she got raped for one. Lord, uh, <laughs> this show sounds. Why gruesome. could we lead with? Wait, rape? Is, I heard there was like I heard like there was a part of the show where like they like rape a nigga with a broomstick yes, or some shit. Bruh, it's Lord. the last, and they show it. The last fifteen minutes of the last episode of the second season, uh, like the first that that scene, he's getting ra- he's getting pegged with a fucking mop stick. Like, Lord. like <laughs> I was like, this is so fucking disgusting. Like. And, like, they made me feel bad because they made me want to root for a fucking school shooter. I was like, if I got a broom up my ass, I'd shoot that bitch up, too. Like, Hell yeah, nigga. Facts, no. God makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Lord have mercy. Like, really, a broom though. in the ass? A broom in the ass. And that nigga that just came guy, back from bro. fucking therapy, like, rehab. Uh, who, who put the broom up this man's ass? Uh, it was the, these bullies. That kid's going to grow see, up now, to be a I don't think, person. See, uh, now, I don't that's, a, that's, that's a lot. That's a That's a felony. That, if you ask me, I, you, I'm you talking about like I'm shit. talking about like oh you pushed me to a locker oh you fat nigga you got titties yeah, type shit like that's what shit. that's what I grew up with the childish bully it's like, oh you got titties like I mean I'm telling you all these kids are sociopaths now right. they will murder a motherfucker like really if you though. see listen bro I don't know I don't know how many of y'all I don't know if there's any middle schoolers or anything that listen to this but if if you see like a chubby kid bro squeeze his titties bro this fucking squeeze be like titties. squeeze his titties bro. Like <laughs> you ain't gonna get no you ain't bro, gonna get no real bro, ones. So you might as well. You know what I did when they squeezed my titties, bro? What? I went and got certified to lift weights at the Y, bro. That's what you do, bro. You get good at basketball. You become funny. You do something, nigga. Yeah. Bullying Lord, watch that. Watch person. that fat kid become somebody cool in fucking high school. And you know it's because you squeezed his titties yeah. in the seventh grade. Bullying makes you better. You just right. need, bro. It makes you accept your in, your insecurities. Right. Yeah. If you too weak to accept your insecurities. That shit over for you. See, especially we need bullies that that like don't become anything later in life. That's what we need, cause that's like that's just a boost. True. That is just a boost. And you feel good about yourself when you're bullying. You're yeah. Bullying shit. You start to look back. You're like, oh, it's cause I bullied that kid that right. I'm now a CEO. Like. <laughs> 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 I remember I got bullied, but like I got bullied for like. I got bullied for like being a nerd, like liking anime and shit. But then those niggas would turn around and be like, "Hey, Dave, you see the new Yu-Gi-Oh episode?" And I'm like, "What, nigga? Weren't you just like clowning me about my Pokemon cards?" Like, like, nah, nigga, that's Yu-Gi-Oh. I fuck with Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, nigga, if you shut, shut, be a, your, shut your bitch ass up. up. You gonna be a nerd? Be a nerd. Like, don't be trying. I used to, I used to sell screensavers. Like, I would go on Google and find like cool screensavers in Naruto, and then I would sell them to kids for a dollar. That's funny. And then the kids that would buy from me be like, yeah, you still a fucking nerd, though. Fucking faggot. Like, I was like, what? <laughs> Give me my money and get the fuck away from me. Like, hey, bro. Bruh. They can call you what you want, what they want, bro. You paid. See, bro, eventually. So money, nigga, I got the money now. I got, I'm in my bag. See, bro, they only tell you about, like, the thing is, like, when people are doing, like, that whole anti-bullying thing, I'm like, bro, y'all only talking about, like, a few people that get bullied. Because I was like, most people that get bullied, bro, nigga, by the time... Like, if you like me, or it's just like you just got bullied when you were younger, mm-hmm. nigga, by the time you like 13, bro, you, don't, you really don't give a fuck. Yeah. So it's just like, people be like, a lot of people who like, uh, 
felt like awkward as shit during puberty. I was like, nigga, I was already getting made fun of, bro. Right. So it was just like, nigga, I don't care. And then by 13, it's like, nigga, I got jokes now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I feel like the kids that like really went through it like in high school, it's just because they didn't get bullied in middle and elementary school. Like, yeah, yeah. They, I was, I was chubby all them. my life. Right. I've been lame since, you know, I, since I've pre-K. Been chub- so. I've been chubby, boy. Big, having, being a chubby nigga is always going to get you bullied. Bro, it's even like, children don't know how to deal with fat. Bro, you ever like uh, go on Reddit and like look at like the roast me uh, subreddit or whatever? And so it's literally just like hot, like hot bitches. They'll post a selfie and they'll be like, just like roast me. Cause it's like, bro, it's some people. It's like they've legit just never been roasted. Oh wow, never been roasted. Oh no, you gotta cut the one there. You gotta like, get roasted. Yeah, bro. You if you don't get roasted every now and then, bro, you, you ain't gonna be nothing in life. Oh yeah, bro. You gotta sit down and go through the roasting session, and then you gotta roast niggas back. You just yeah, gotta keep going. That's, that's it's a real, vicious cycle. You gotta be able to talk your shit. I feel like that's where real the best comedians are made. Hell yeah, like, talk your if shit. If you can get roasted and laugh with it, but then come back with some harder shit than oh, what you they gotta said. Cook. You gotta heat them up. You can't. Hell yeah. If they fuck, if they fuck you up and you just laugh it all the way through, it you right. gotta have the heat. Right. You back. gotta be like the dude in the in the rap battle that's just like, I, I, I. Now I'm spitting and winning. Boom. I remember. Uh, I was at a I was at a mic, and like there was a female comic. I'm not gonna say her name because you know it's water under the bridge. You feel me? But it was like she had went up before me, and you know, young gulag, bro. I'm gonna roast this bitch. And the thing is, just like like she she like got upset about it, like mm-hmm. genuinely upset. And I was just like, why? I was like, cause I'm like I'm like bro. I know you've never gotten bullied, bro. I know you've never gotten bullied. You know, and you need that. Or you not like fully over it? Because I feel like I feel like everybody who's done comedy, well, not everybody, but like yeah. most people that do comedy, like can't come from some type of trouble background, and like more commonly, that's like bullying as a kid. But like, yeah. if you're not really over that shit, and you just fronting like you over it for the jokes, like yeah, that's then a yeah, that's unhealthy. Yeah, because I feel like that's the only reason why, like, like for me personally, like I have a personal rule, like when I like write jokes about shit that's happening, it's like if I. If I'm uncomfortable with it, or if it's like if it's something like just thinking about it still makes me upset, and then it's like I don't write about it right. until until the until the one day I think about it and I don't get upset about it, or I think of something funny about the situation, mm-hmm. and then even now it's like uh, I have like a my New Year's resolution was like not get like angry about shit that was like kind of out of my control, and it's like but I get so much more material just because I have that mindset now, like the whole cop thing, nigga, I could have been so upset about that shit. Yeah. Nigga, two days later, I did a show, had a whole five minutes on it. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. I don't know. I think, I think a lot of it is like a whole mental thing. Yeah. I keep but this, also, I don't know. I People keep just same, soft. I, niggas are soft. Soft like, as fuck. I, I keep the same mentality with that shit where it's like, if I can't find the funny in it or if I'm not okay with talking about it, like, if me talking about it brings something, brings an emotion other than like laughter or like joy when I'm talking about it, then I yeah. don't want to talk about it. Like, there's jokes about my dad that I've written where I'm just like, I know this shit's funny, but I'm like, I don't. Yeah, I don't like. I that. don't like that. You know. Yeah, I even had jokes uh, about some personal stuff where it was just like, no, nah, I don't think I'm not okay with talking about that actually. Right. Yeah. Some, but some of it, bro, I'm just like, bro, I know it's heat, but it's just like, bro, if my parents see me. <laughs> right. Nah, bro. I, I had to rip that Band-Aid off real quick. So, like, my parents came. Um, I did NC's Funniest last year. Mm-hmm. And um, my parents came to the, to both shows. Cause I did semifinals. 
They came mm-hmm. to both shows, and like I did jokes about my mom in both of them, and she and it made it funnier because she was there like being yeah. herself and like reacting, That's and funny. like and that was perfect. But like I, I had to make sure like right off the bat like because I want to do this, do this. So like I gotta mm-hmm. let them know like off jump how this gonna be. I even said, bro, I did. I went back to Detroit and visited, and I did stand up there, and my my grandma came and watched. Lord. And I did. <laughs> I did jokes about like I was saying bitch and uh, nigger and like nigger. all all kinds with the of hard R. I, no, not with the hard R. God but like damn. I was saying, but like I was saying, kind of you know out of pocket R. shit that she's never heard me say. Like she never yeah. really heard me cuss before, and mm. you know I was and she didn't say nothing to me afterwards. But you know that's what's up. So yeah, I my parents have never seen me do. Like I started like uh, the first time I did stand up, uh, which was straight out of high school. Uh, I did it like low key. Like no one knew. I think my mom knew about it, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And maybe some friends. I didn't tell anybody that I was doing it. And I ended up quitting when I got to college. Then when I started again, uh, I didn't tell nobody I was doing it. I just kind of started doing it. Cause uh, my whole thing is like I didn't want to. A, I didn't want to tell my parents because I was already I was fucking up in school mm-hmm. when I got here. So it was just like that would just be another like excuse for them. Yeah, to be like, oh, you doing this? Yeah. So I just like I just kind of started doing it on the low. My parents still never seen me do stand up. But uh, the first, my dad didn't know I did stand up until somebody told him mm. that they had saw my name on like a flyer or heard my name on something, and I was just like, so that was the first time my dad like found out that I did stand up, and then he even then he was still kind of like iffy about it. Then I I got onto the Oak City Festival last year, mm. and then he saw my name on the website or whatever. Uh. So then he was just like, oh, okay, and then I started like running shows and shit. So did he hit you up like when he saw? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, how did that conversation go? Was it positive, negative? Uh, my dad was just uh, my, my dad. He was just kind of like, man, just kind of be careful. He was just like, he was just like, uh, you know, don't. Basically, he was just telling me like, yo, like don't go out there, like get your heart broke. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he was also like, but he was like, but if you're going to pursue it, he was just like, man, be careful because it's going to be a lot of people, you know, trying to fucking take advantage of you. He was like, and that's going to be with anything in life though. See, like, especially in that. Yeah, like my parents are like half supportive of me. Yeah. Like they they come to shows and they're like really but like at the end of the day they're like this is just some fun shit like yeah. I I feel like they don't really take it as seriously as I take it like they're always like oh yeah that's cool I like I I text them and told them like oh I have a show this Saturday da 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 like months ago and then they were like oh, okay cool how are your grades coming like that's always yeah. like the first thing that they're gonna ask about not how was the show like oh are you. Are you doing anything? Da, 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 da. Yeah, but I feel like that's typical parent shit because yeah. it's like school is a more of an investment than comedy is. You know what I mean? I, yeah. yeah. At least at least right now because I think uh, at least with my parents, I think it was with them. It was kind of as long as I understood that at least at, at for this time in life, you know, school has to come first. Mm-hmm. I mean. Because, like, we're not at the point in our careers where, yeah, where it's we can real, just do it realistically be like, fuck school and then just do stand-up. Yeah, and then it's just, shit, you need that foot in the door. Because even, like, uh, I don't know, did you know Maddie Gross? Maddie Gross? Yeah, she was a comic. She she went to Elon or whatever, but she, she was, like, around here and all that shit. Uh, but, uh... I know Maddie Weiner. Maddie Weiner? Hell yeah, yeah, that's a fucking, she fucking monster. Bruh, I remember, like, the first time I saw her at Good Nights, I was, like, in love. I was, like, she Hell is yeah. the funniest woman that's I've ever seen. a fucking seen. monster, <laughs> Like, really... Fucking kills. But, but uh, Maddie Gross, she went to uh, Elon for mass communications or whatever. Mm. And uh, she ended up, like, she moved back home to, uh, to D.C. where her parents in D.C. worked. And then she applied for a job to work uh, 
at the Daily Show. And she ended up getting a job at the Daily Show, yeah. like doing some behind the scenes shit. So it's like, I mean, really college, it can be an asset because it's like you can get in on like the technical side yeah. or whatever, then kind of work your way in that way. And then it's just like, nigga, you, you get a job in the industry, you're probably living in a major market. And then it's just like, you're already there where all the shit is and you got a decent income to yeah. support yourself. Which is, I think, is the main goal. If you want to do it safe. If you don't give a fuck, nigga, yeah, if you I'll live in my car. Poor, man. See, I don't even have a car to live in, so I can't say that shit yet. Right. But <laughs> I thought about just getting, like, a van. Yeah, I like, that's my main goal right now is to get a car. And then, well, first get a job. But then get a car. Hell uh, yeah. Because, like, yeah, because if I can just have my own transportation to, like, go and do shows and do mics, that would be amazing. But yeah, I, I, I get what you mean. Like about, you know, college is definitely a stepping stone. That degree is like a stepping stone for sure. Uh, and yeah, but it's just like, I don't know. It's just sometimes the way my parents be saying that shit. Like, it's like, I don't know. See, but also it's like, my thing is just like, my, I feel like uh, parents are kind of just, they want you to have more of that guaranteed yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Make sure you got guaranteed money. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, it's because it, like it would be crazy where it's like, damn, your parents did all this shit for you to go off and do this, and then you yeah. fuck up, and it's kind of like, well, what's the point of us doing all that if you were just going to do this anyway? See, that's why I'm not really about dropping out, because then that would be disrespectful to my mom Hell yeah. for putting in all this money and time for me to just drop out, peace out, like yeah. Yeah, and also it's like I thought about dropping out, but I'm like, I think I got one more semester, bro. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I might as well finish. That'd be disrespectful to you at that point. Yeah. Like, for real, not of my time. Not with one more. Not yeah. with one more. But, uh, you at the end, nigga. Yeah. Hell yeah. But also, it's like, I don't know. My thing is, like, you, bro, Steve Harvey, man, regardless of what niggas I say about this nigga, he do be saying some real shit from time to time. And he was just like, you can't explain big dreams to small minded people. Very true. You that's know what I'm saying? A, that's a quote right Because it's like, I feel like, our, yeah, this. like, yeah, our parents aren't going to understand because, like, that's not something that they ever thought was a reality for them. Yeah. You know, they never thought, like, that wasn't accessible for them. Because it's like, both my parents, nigga, like, my mama grew up on a farm. My pops grew up, like, in the fucking cut in Stokes County and shit. So it was just like, to them, it's like, nigga, that's some shit. And it was like, nigga, you can't do that shit in North Carolina. But, you know, here I am, nigga. Yeah, I feel it. Like, I was, so, like, my first goal was to go to film school. Like, on top of, like, you know, I want to be a comic, but, like, I want to yeah. do filmmaking and whatnot. So, like, I applied to film schools and shit, and I got in, and I got hella money. But at the end of the day, like, it still wasn't, quote, unquote, enough money. But also, both my parents are Aggies. And so, like, they was, like, I was going to A&T regardless, regardless of what they, That's what they said. Uh, so, I was no. kind of salty about that. Film school is a fucking scam, nigga. That's a fact. Yeah. Because it's like, bro, you do what? Because it's like most of the time, bro, by the time you got out of film school, you haven't made a film. You, you might have made one short film that your last semester or your last year there. See, but it's I like. Was, I was going to the film school. I was going to full sale. Oh, word. Yeah. That's like, I mean, I get what you're saying, but like, that's like, yeah. that's like the Disney of film schools. <laughs> it's located in Disney. <laughs> it's located <laughs> <Right>. in Disney. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Disney owns that bitch. Disney, what, is, what do they not own? It's Disney University, my nigga. That's Disney. Mm. Isn't that what their fucking like summer internship thing is called? Yeah. Anyway, Disney University. Disney University. Really? Yeah. yeah. Disney U. Yeah. They get they hire all their like all the interns and just be having the motherfuckers in the corporate offices. Yeah. Just mm. getting coffee for all these niggas. 
Bro, I, I debated on trying to get an internship at Disney, and I was just like, I don't know if I respect you niggas like that. <laughs> I don't think I like what y'all niggas have done. Like, if I don't get to meet Captain America, I don't want to go. For real. Well, I mean, fuck Captain America, bro. On the low, low. You saw Endgame? Hell yeah, nigga. Okay, Did you see know. it, Mark? Mark, you suck. Damn. Damn. Did you see, did, have you at least seen Get Out yet since the last time we talked about Get yeah, Out? I've never seen Fun Get fact, Out. I've never seen Get Out either. Are you for real? Nah, I saw Us. Man, I've never seen Get Out. I've over. seen Us. Yeah, I've I seen us. us. Us was fire, but... You saw Us? Yeah, I saw Us. Us was fire. I'm never going to watch Get Out. Why? Just not. I feel like I, I already know what happens. So I'm I don't good. Need to. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, been, out, it's been out for a grip. Yeah, it's been out for a minute, yeah. I feel like Us is going to feel like that in a little bit. It yeah, will. yeah. To be honest, yeah. I mean, shit. End game is end game, nigga. Is is about to already. I mean, shit. There's our fucking. There's clips of the movie on YouTube right yeah. now. Like, yeah, yeah, bro. All, all the memes, nigga. I know. I've shared like two. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting today. to the theaters thin out. You know. Yeah. You I'm, said what? I'm just waiting to the theaters thin out. Oh, bro. I, I love going to see movies by my damn self, and it just be like me and that bitch. Mm. I bro. didn't have the experience I want. You could have went to the AMC, bro. It don't be that bad. The one over uh, off Windover, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. Because the way they do it when, like, when new movies come out, they play it, like, every half hour. So it's just, like, it'll be, like, seven seven theaters every All half hour. All dedicated to that motherfucker every yeah. half hour. I feel so it. it's spread out. They do it smart. That is a smart move. But yeah. Hell yeah. But I know what, are you guys looking forward to any summer movies, though? Uh, Spider-Man and Pikachu. Yeah. The Spider-Man shit is... Spider-Man shit's exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. I don't see, know why, I still need to see that. Homecoming. I have not seen Homecoming yet. It's a good movie. It was good. It's a good movie. Like I said, this I'm excited for that. I'm excited to at least see a trailer for this new Avatar, The Last Airbender live action. Oh, the Netflix original. Yeah. Because it's just going to follow the books again. So it's just Wait, a read. Is it, is it a series or a movie? I series. Okay. It's a series. It's a live action series. They're retelling the books the way it's supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. M. Night Shyamalan is not directing, so we're not going to get no nigga. Bro, that movie, Ong. the movie made me so... My grandma, my grandma took took me and my little sister to see it. My grandma had no idea what was going on. She was like, that was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. I've never been more disappointed. When I saw child. that movie, I was pissed. I said, yo, M. Night Shyamalan, I will beat your ass. Bro, you know what made me even more pissed? Fucking Dragon Ball Evolution. Hey, we're the not movie, about that. yeah, we're not gonna talk about that, that. shit. Oh, I, when I saw when I saw the trailer, I was I knew I wasn't gonna go see yeah, it. Yeah, I never saw that movie. We're not gonna talk about right. that movie. That movie I knew sound, I wasn't gonna go see it. Yo, live action Dragon Ball would have never been the move. It can never work. No one can do that justice. Like no, no, no one. They, you could do you could do full CGI Dragon Ball. Yeah, but you cannot do even that would look weird though. You can't like, do live action. Yeah, like I mean, they, it's G- too ridiculous. Full CGI, you could probably pull it off like the video games. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> And then, but then that would be like, what's the point of doing that for a movie? Yeah, right. I mean, that's what we I'm just saying. have the anime, yeah. and it's basically like, honestly, anime at this level. Like, did you see the Broly movie? Yeah. Yeah, like at at this point, like this should like if we'll we make that it CGI, anime. it looks worse. Like, yeah, just keep it anime. Keep it anime. Yeah. I'm I'm just I'm saying, like, there's no way they could do any live action. I feel like Avatar's Avatar: The Last Airbender is probably the only thing that could be live action and still like work heavy. Yeah, because it would look it right. if they style if they stylize it pretty well, it's gonna look fire. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. If they get that CGI correct, get the timing on that shit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The past few things I've watched on Netflix have been bangers. 
I'm, man, you know what I've watched that I really appreciate? I'm, I'm curious. Uh, Tuka and Birdie. I never knew I wanted to see Tiffany Haddish and Ali Wong opposite of each other. See, I, I, I watched the trailer and last night. I, okay, once you get through the first episode, because the first episode is a little corny. Oh, it's out. Yeah, it's oh, out. Okay. Once mm-hmm. you get through the first episode, it's a little corny. But um, everything else is pure fire. Because it's like, it's a fem- it's a it's like a female friendship that's like really built on like real strength. It's a nice okay. Right. They're two opposites from each other. Ali Wong's character Birdie is like a hyper overly critical. Like she has like OCD and she's always anxious. So she is a small Asian yeah. woman. Yeah, yeah. She's, <laughs> she's a small Asian woman. She's she's a small, small Asian, Asian bird. Woman. And then Tiffany Haddish is like just uh, Tiffany Haddish, a vibrant black woman. Yeah, <laughs> Tiffany Haddish is Tiffany Haddish. But but like she's sober in this show. Wow. But it's kind of it's lit though because it's just a good vibe throughout, and it's the opposite. It's like the very nice opposite of uh, BoJack Horseman. I was like BoJack is like dark and like very witty. Bro, BoJack is shit, bro. BoJack BoJack is like one of the darkest wittiest. Like it's really good at showing nihilism. This one's really just like great about showing. Like the empowerment of females through each okay. other's like friendship. That shit hit. I'm glad it's a positive message. I just can't hear Tiffany Hash's voice anymore. Like <laughs> I really not that I don't love her and all the success that she has had. Girl, that's a booty hoe. For black women. Yo, but like the way she said booty hoe is always the most <laughs> Girl, that's a booty hoe. Oh I just can't like I think that she is so funny, but she has, but like they pay her she's to so do saturated. that annoying shit all yeah, the time. She's so saturated, but no. Nah. She, I'm, she's honestly about to be like the female Kevin Hart. To be yeah, nah, I think she already is. Like, yeah, yeah. they giving her that Kevin Hart money, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I mean, but. I'm cool with her being of that success, but I'm like, you, need, I, I don't want her to get, because I mean, until recently, Kevin Hart was caught in that same like movie. Mm-hmm. Role rut, yeah. Or is he, he's just playing the same nigga in every movie hurt. every three months, right? For like three, four years. Like, did you see uh, the upside? No, I haven't. Him seen and that him yet. and Brian Cranston. Was that really good? What the fuck, yo? Kevin did a great job. <laughs> what nigga? What? Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart. I was not expecting that to be such a good I fucking. Feel it. See that? I want to see it's that. It's always so those unlikely pairs. See, but the thing is, Brian dope. Brian Cranston does have that stand up comedy background though. He was a stand up comic first. Brian Cranston's that dude. Brian Cranston is, is one of those people that really took well to acting. Yeah, Brian, bro, Brian Cranston is like... He's like that. He's one of those guys that I'm just like, bro, I don't think he gets enough credit for just how well he does his job. Yeah, right. he really that dude, that. bro, Malcolm in the Middle, bro. Bro, oh what the fuck? Hey, Brian Cranston's character in Malcolm in the Middle made that show. Dude. like Every episode that had... That nigga in that bitch, I was like, yeah, this is a good episode. Bro, it's it like, like... It was, fu- was hyping fucking kids. And Lois. Yeah. Lois' ass was just... Bro, it's like, bro, Malcolm in the Middle was for, like, like lower middle class white people as for what, like, blackish is for, like, middle class black kids. Yeah, now. yeah. Like, it's, it was the same show. Yeah. I it was the same that. show. Yeah. Yeah. Blackish is interesting. I stopped watching. I I, really? am, I don't need it in my life. I'm in season five. I don't. I haven't finished season five because I'm just grownish. 
I'm no. never gonna watch Grownish. Yeah, no. Because I watched the first episode and I was just like, this little bitch. No, like, I, I hated her when I was watching Blackish. I was like, yo, fuck you. It started off. Yeah, it, it did. It did start off on some fuck shit. I was just like, I would have put her ass out. I would have. Hey, yo. Work. All right, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> really you get on my damn nerves. Nah, I'm sick like, of your I shit. would say, like, those, especially those first four seasons, I, I really say, like, I don't know. Because this last season, the the fifth season, the most recent one, that, that's, that's the most recent one. Whatever's Aaron now. Whatever season is Aaron now. Okay. Season six is Aaron now? I don't know. Yeah, like, they're, like, taking, like, a, I want to say, like, a new direction, but they're, the dynamic is changing because like they have a new baby now they're like older older new parents. Wait, type they, shit. there's another baby now. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's oh, a new shit. baby. You got a whole. Yeah, new it's like is he light skinned too? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Nah, but, it's on season five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, I don't know. There's, there's that first four season was was absolute heat. Really up until season. up until the new baby, it was absolute heat. Yeah. Then in like I think the the episodes after like the baby was born or whatever. The postpartum. And yeah, th- those were just like real ass fucking like. Those were really good episodes. They yeah, were just really shot well and written well. Yeah, because I, uh, what I was, I was talking to my mom about the show, and she was saying like one thing that she loved about that show was that it really does highlight the parts of marriage that no other show really talks about, like the actual like di- like having to deal with the differences between how how you grew up from somebody and how to like kind of choose like. What parts of your childhood are we going to leave out versus what parts of her childhood are they going to leave out when it comes to like raising the kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. So and that yeah, episode, when they when that marriage when that marriage was breaking down, that shit was tough. I was yo, there, I was right, you gotta watch hurt. it, bro. You gotta like, like God, yo, yeah, is, like the early episodes of like of of this uh, current season are pretty heavy. Yeah, okay. Like they, like it's like I feel like the the first four seasons were pretty. For the most part, pretty lighthearted, but they still touched on some very like important topics or whatever. But the from what I've seen, because I've only watched maybe up to like episode six yeah. of the fifth season, that's what I. That's it is like. he- heavy, bro. Yeah, it it gets well. Okay, I think I might have got to like maybe episode thirteen, but like it gets heavy, and then they kind of bring they bring it back, and then they start to raise the uh, the twins. Right. And the twins, bro, that shit hot. I want them to have a spin off. I, I, I love to see the twins. Did the girl have. just kiss a boy? Is that what happened recently? Diane? I, I, yeah, I saw, she, she. I saw a trailer yeah, yeah, when that yeah. happened. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah, they're finishing up this final this final season. I'm I'm excited. I like Blackish. I like the whole idea. Yeah. I'm glad that we have it. like a black sitcom that shows see, off black family life on television in a positive way. I love that. I love that. What turned me off, I think what turned me off to a lot of TV shows around this time was when Trump got elected and they did that whole episode on it. See, I was in support that they would even let that on TV, but I was also like, why, like... Yeah, I feel this like this doesn't not, have to be here right now. Yeah. We yeah. all know. Like, I feel like it was, to, it was a little bit too... Well, yeah, I feel like... It was very on the nose. Because I feel like it was just, every not every show needed to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every show. Because it's like... could have gave us something different. Yeah. I, I kind of liked how... Uh, I like how they handled it. Yeah, I like how Blackish kind of did it. Because it was like... Because Blackish did it in a very raw way. Yeah, they yeah. did a wonderful job about it. It was just... It's just the I wish the fucking Carmichael it. show was still around, nigga. Yo. The Carmichael bro. show? The Carmichael show bro. was the most... Um, bro, I don't know what happened, but that show was amazing. And I loved every episode... 
from season one to season two in the last three episodes of season Hell three. Yeah. Nigga, you know what I wish was still a show? Fucking everybody hates Chris. Hell yeah. That like, shit was heat. I wanted to see him like like past, you know, past him getting his GED. But like the show ending was perfect. Mm-hmm. I just I just wanted more of that. Like Bruh, uh, I wanted to see him on his first little steps to Yeah. Yeah, I feel that would have been cool, actually. That I, could uh, be a cool like reboot. Facts. They have, got Tyler. He's still, you know. Have you ever watched uh, This Is Us? No, I don't no, like crying. I have not. Nigga. I don't like crying, so. <laughs> uh, uh, so it's like, bro, I've been telling my girl, like, all school year, like, Ozo, we, we should start watching that. Because my mom watches it. And, like, I've seen, like, like I'll watch it whenever she watches it. Like, I'll pick up like, on, on some stuff. Nick, like, first off, that shit is, it's too emotional. I can't watch it by myself. Mm-hmm. That's too much for my emotions. But also, it's like, but the act, just the pure acting from everybody in the cast is so is, fucking. Is like that? It is so top notch, bro. Bro, Sterling K. Brown, that's the fucking goat, nigga. I swear to God, bro. Yo. No, because he did a, he did a, he did a guest spot on a Brooklyn Nine Nine. Okay. Bro, what the fuck? That nigga can't act his ass off, bro. That nigga can't act. That nigga can't act without speaking, bro. Mm, like if you just, if you just. That nigga, that nigga is talented, bro. That's, that's a talented, talented that's dude. That's talented as fuck. Bro. That's a talented dude, bro. Bro, you want to talk about good ass shows though? Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine is fucking heat. That dude. is one of the funniest shows yeah. I think is ever. Captain Holt, Captain Holt on God, the greatest <laughs> black man on TV. Fox decided to really do a good job by you know canceling that show. Like they did a great job of like not calling back for more seasons because they were stupid. Yeah. They, they were stupid yeah. for not doing that. That was dumb as fuck. I, yeah. I would have... You saw the potential of how fire that show was. Yeah. They were holding it down on Fox for a minute and then Fox was like, fuck y'all, we don't need y'all and it was like, okay. NBC was just like... NBC was, NBC like, was, like, was like, oh, we're gonna go fucking crazy. <laughs> we're gonna go stupid. NBC loves comedies. Yes. They really do. Yes. And when you get a good comedy on NBC, which I thought the Carmichael show was, yeah. I don't know. I, what, what, what happened? What uh, it was uh, NBC had put up a billboard uh, for the Carmichael show saying, uh, I think it's it like comedy as sharp as a whip or some shit like that. Ooh. Like some rules like had like slavery well, yeah, undertones that, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was too racist for that, us. I'll be real. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, a draw, like someone had took a picture of it, sent it to Gerard Carmichael. And he was just like, mm. oh. hey, man, we're done. <laughs> he was like three episodes in of the, of the third season. That shit sucks. I don't need this shit. Yeah. I'm out. How do y'all feel about, um, so if you don't know, uh, I, I run an uh, organization here on camp called Aggie Night Live. I'm the English Oh, that's what's president. up, dude. Oh, that's uh, Yo, actually, you know what? Now I need to talk about something. So I was supposed to be a writer this year. Like, nigga, Yeah, like, I had a, like, I had, yeah, you got it. I has like su- submitted my like sk- my scripts or whatever over the summer. Really? No one ever got back to me. I was in the I was in the group me and everything, bro. Damn. No one ever got back to me. Bro, I wish. Okay, see, shit, shit changing under the. I don't got one more semester, nigga. I don't know what you want me to do now. I mean, but you gonna be here next semester, so you can be yeah. a part of the show. Um, but yeah, I was gonna. Because I was just trying to be a writer, high key. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still got the That's scripts, what we need. but it was for whatever the theme was. We need we need good writers. We don't really yeah. We'll, we'll talk. Hard, yeah, yeah, but uh, I was gonna ask how y'all feel about Saturday Night Live right now. Like, honestly, I have not been watching it. Like, uh, I haven't been. Let me see. The Saturday. I have Adam not Sandler been too episode. heavy on. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I watched the full Adam Sandler episode. I watched like a couple skits, and I was sitting there. I was like, "Damn, AD hasn't AS hasn't been like he Adam hasn't been funny like that to me." For a I long haven't minute. watched his special. 
hundred percent fresh. I couldn't get through like the first five. Hey, it's on Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah. I couldn't okay, get through the first five. It, yeah. I don't know why. It was just I couldn't I couldn't get the vibe right yet. See, that's that's what I that's what, what I don't like is when what I don't like what Netflix is doing, they're giving specials to they're giving specials to older comedians instead of giving new blood specials. I mean, I feel like, like they, they they put some young niggas on these fucking uh, these thirty short minutes, clips. these half hours. Yeah, no, I'm gonna keep it hot, bro. I'm not, like I'm I'm not talking shit or nothing like that. And it also could be like they're just burning material that, that like for like uh, when they do something bigger, they're just burning shit that they already yeah, didn't want to do yeah. anyway. But on God, it is there are some people that are like. On the local level, where I'm just like, there is no reason why we should not be up because I'm like, bro, I was right. like, bro, somebody's like, that's y'all 15 that y'all did for that's, Netflix, bro. Right, that's your that, 15. They're like, that's supposed to be your breakout 15. I'm just like, come on, nigga. Right, and it's comics and that I, I like, know that I've seen on other like clips. I'm like, yeah. this is so much funnier shit. Than See, what but you're also doing on Netflix, like, yeah. also Netflix has. Netflix single handedly is ruining the stand up comedy industry, bro. In my, in my opinion. Low in my key. opinion. Some Tell people say why, it's great. Because I think I might agree. I mean, A, so it used to be like it was only two ways you could get a special. HBO, Showtime. Right. Or and then Comedy Central. Yeah, and then Comedy Central. That's, that that's new. Yeah. That, that, that was is, new like they didn't start like Comedy Central started doing half hours, what, like the late 90s, early 2000s? Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then, and then didn't start producing full hours until like the fucking like mid 2000s. Showtime were the real places where you can go see that shit. Right. Because that's where people were getting their specials bought. And if you had an HBO special, you was that nigga. That right. was why that was why uh, Dave Chappelle's uh, second special went to Showtime and not Comedy Central because Comedy Central didn't have the money for him. Mm-hmm. Like, all there was like, we're going to pay him for the show and that was it. Exactly. But uh, but it's like, but it's still, still, it used to be like, man, maybe eight or ten people of the, maybe eight or ten of like some of the biggest comics or some like just like one of the top notch comedians. Right. Specials were something. Yeah. Special. It was only like, eight to ten of them a year. Now dope. it's like you got Netflix releasing 40, 42 a year. You know what I'm saying? Then you got all like the 15 minute ones, and I'm just like saturating the market, Saturate, yeah, oversaturated. Yeah, no one, no one wants to come see live comedy, and then it's like people they have it at home, right? Yeah, and then it's like people's attention spans are like short, and no one wants to listen to an hour of comedy now because every, now everybody's got an hour special out. Exactly, and that's why uh, you ever listen to um, Theo Vaughn's podcast no. this past weekend? Mm-hmm. Listen to his episode with Andrew Schultz. Okay, that I'm a fan of Andrew Schultz. Yeah, Andrew Schultz. First, Andrew Schultz is really spearheading the new wave of how stand-up comedy is going to be consumed. If you're keeping it hot, I, yeah, I watch his YouTube a lot. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, like, because it's about to be, it's about to get to a point to where, because it is getting to a point where like stand-up comedy is about to be like the new rap, mm-hmm. in a way. Towards like we're going to have more uh, power as creatives. On, on like an independent level because now it's like right everybody has like their own network now yeah on their everybody cell phone everybody has an right? Instagram everybody has a YouTube so it's shit. just like so it's like why like why wait around for like that's basically what him and Theo Vaughn were saying it's like why, why wait around for for a fucking corporation for a network that's never gonna love you the way that your fans are gonna love you, that's never gonna respect respect you or what they do because all they care is about is advertising right. dollars so you know, it's like why, why even, why even wait for them instead of just create your own opportunity? You build your own audience, and then when they come to you, now you got something to come to the table. So, well, I already got right. x x many thousand so what people. What you do for me? Like, right. Not yeah. I feel like you're totally right. Like I feel like Netflix is kind of so like okay. Most people, most most comedians now don't even have managers anymore. 
That's a lot a of people don't even have a lot. Like, Theo Vaughn doesn't have a manager. That's crazy. Andrew Schultz doesn't have a manager. Because when I, like, okay, like, coming up, like, coming up being a fan of comedy, like, you, all the stuff out there to research is from the days of old. So, like, you don't know how, like, you know, if you're coming in fresh, you don't really know how comedy works now, and it's so different. Where it's like, I'm like, oh, okay, well, I need to go and do this and do that, and then, like, get enough time to where I can, like, you know, go and audition places, and I'll get a manager that can hook me up with places, and then I get to know and meet people. But, like, it's, like, it's similar to that now, but it's so different at the same time. And, like, Netflix is kind of, I feel like Netflix, everybody's idea now of success in comedy is a Netflix special. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of the wrong way to go about it. Because I know niggas that are on Netflix that still are out here, like, not not as big as, like, Chappelle or Kevin yeah. Hart and, like, have to do, like, not have to do, but are doing college shows for, like, you know, not as much money as they should be getting, you know? Yeah. Also, like, but that's also, I feel like uh, a lot of people on uh, that get on Netflix, those are the people that are still doing, they're still trying to, like, maneuver uh, the comedy landscape by traditional means. So, like, they right. got managers or whatever, and that's how they get on onto that. But as far as, like, but like look at like so many people that are just popping off off of social media. Them niggas, them niggas don't go to open mics. They just sell out comedy clubs See. just off of Instagram, and they be trash. Right. But, so it's like, so it's not like to so, name names, but <laughs> yeah, not to name names, but they trash. Yeah. And it's like there's some people that it's like they kind of find their niche or whatever, and like they do something unique. Like Haha Davis got all my respect, bro. He does something very unique. He does. Cause it's like that nigga, like his shows. I want to go to one of his shows, high key. Cause like I, th- I think he comes out, he does like maybe like 15 minutes, and he's just like telling stories. He's I don't even think he considers himself doing stand up, but I mean he is. He's just telling stories, and then he does skits. Yeah. Him like his his boys come out. They have like a stage set up and all that shit. They have skits. They do scenes and shit. I watched an interview. I think it was on the Breakfast Club or Slay in the Morning mm-hmm. or something. And he was talking about like his doing his first stand up show. It was so different than what he expected. Yeah. Like he was like this Instagram shit like doesn't prepare you for that at all because it's you know it's not it's different it's not you don't you don't I don't feel like you know you don't really understand how it feels for a joke not to hit if yeah. you come from a social media platform like because then you don't really know yeah you know so I don't know I mean to blow that in your face you good I was trying to I like, felt it I was trying you to were trying to make eye contact, contact. <laughs> I was trying to make eye contact and I'm just like, like I'm trying to be very Nimbus respect. cloud in my face look <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like, so, like, I was watching, so, okay, so, one, again, I don't like the whole 15-minute spots on Netflix. I don't, I thought they were going to do something more with that, where it was going to be kind of interview documentary type, 15 of interview documentary and then 15 of their sets. Yeah. I thought that would be cool, but I don't like these 15, like, okay, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a talk about Taylor Thompson real quick, because I'm a fan. I was watching her on Last Comic Standing. Like, she is funny, but, like... The way that they make those Netflix shows, like, it downplayed her fucking jokes so hard, I think. Because when you can't really hear the audience like that, so you can't hear the full Oh, yeah. I've noticed that. Like, yeah. I think they, they turn, like, the audience audio down or whatever now. So I don't it, like that. Yeah, I don't like that because it makes it feel empty. And it's like, okay, I get, like, you're supposed to feel the laughter. <laughs> like, you're watching in a room with your friends. But laughter is like, contagious, bro. You got to hear exactly. laughing. You got to hear people laughing. To, That's like, kind of what makes stand-up stand-up. Yeah. Like, because it's, it's, it's like crowd reaction. Because yeah. like, how often do you really laugh at something when you're watching it by yourself? Not ne- really. Almost ever. never, bro. And I watch stand up all the time, and I, I think right. people are funny, but I'm not gonna laugh when I'm just sitting in my bed unless yeah. some yeah. shit's really funny. Like, if you catch me off guard, yeah. yeah but no, I, I do that shit too. 
Like I ended up watching this. I ended up watching the new Amy Schumer. I, I, I didn't, so, I didn't so, even. So, I didn't get past the first five, bro. Hear me out. This I is watched the trailer and I was like, I've seen all the jokes. Hear me out. This is how I got through it. I was sitting there. I was like, damn. Some of these jokes were like really. I was like, damn. Some of these jokes are really bad. Like there was like a few that I was like, see, I really hurt. I was like, ooh, this one did not hit the way you thought it would. Because you could tell based off the crowd reaction. And you know like, it's ooh. sad when you bomb on Netflix. And I'm yeah. like, ooh, that shit did not hit the way you wanted it to. And then some of her jokes were like really like thought out and well put together. And it's like the crowd didn't laugh, but if you were thinking while watching that, you'd be like, damn, that's but, I mean, funny. that's where See, but that, like, that, momentum comes yeah, in that, stand up. Like you yeah. can't you People can't say that shit about Chris Rock's new shit or whatever. Oh, I I on See, second watching I really liked it. I like See, the thing is, bro, Chris Rock, I think, who was I talking to this about? So I, I, I talked to this about a lot of people. Chris Rock does comedy on a whole nother plane. This nigga's yeah. in another dimension, bro. Yeah. This nigga's beyond, the, beyond comedians as a whole, bro. Yeah. So it's like he's, he's doing something different. You know what I mean? But it is like. I love Chris Rock's fan. Chris Rock, it, it's like Chris Rock is legit art. Yeah. Like one hundred percent, from from the way he words his from from every word, how he says it, the way he moves when he says it, even to the way the camera pans when it's happening, mm-hmm. it is just one hundred percent legit art. Yeah. That's why, bro. And you know, shouts out to fucking Bo Burnham yes, for all yeah, for everything yeah. for that everything shit. that he directs, bro. Shout yeah. out to Bo Burnham for every comedy's comedy special he directs Bo Bo Burnham is a is an absolute fucking beast he's a gift to the comedy universe dude what I I believe that as well that shit is he like everything that I've seen him direct I was like yo like everything he knows how to shoot comedy exactly he He understands it he knows it down to like a scientific level of how to shoot angles perfectly for jokes to everybody before bro everybody everybody before Filmed and edited comedy specials. Bo Burnham composes comedy specials, bro. You compose your hour, he will compose your special, bro. Really, though? Like, Bo Burnham... Okay, I'll show Bo Burnham to some people, and they're like, I don't really fuck with this. Like, his jokes and whatnot. But I'm like, nigga, look at the show. Right. Like, he gives you an experience. It is is an experience. And then, even if you watch his specials, he gradually, like... He ramps up. He gradually just gets better every fucking time. Every joke. And, like, he he is the... He he has mastered misdirection, for one. Because, like, I remember I watched... When I watched his first special, like, all the... Like, not hearing the jokes before, I was like, oh, my God, he's a fucking genius. Like, like, uh, it's the stupidest shit, too. Like, when he has that joke about, oh, this song is called A World on Fire, and then, like, he, like, screams and shit, like... The mm. world is on fire. I'm like, oh damn! Yeah. Like, that I ain't shit. think about that shit like that. Like, that's funny. Out fun. of the box, mm. like, really though, he's a gift. Because he's just universe. telling you that shit literally. He's just yes. like, hey, this is the world on fire. Yes, exactly. And then like his last shit when he was like, make happy. I love that. But at the end where he like kind of gave a breakdown to the audience and like talked to them and was like, you know, like I have all this success and I got lucky. But I'm still fucking depressed. And so is everybody that does this shit up here. And yeah. I'm like, damn, tell them the real. Like, I really fucked with that. Like, I connected yeah. with it. Dude, that Kanye shit he did at the end, bro. Legendary. Bro, what? I can't put my hand in a Pringles can <laughs> type shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, that nigga. If I could beat Bo Burnham and just pick his brain about some shit, I would fucking For real, die. dude. Yeah. That nigga, he is... Where where's his Mark Twain award? 
see though. I'm waiting to see it. Uh, I you feel like he's gonna get his after Dave. He has to. Yeah. yeah, Dave just got his. Yeah, he has to. He, he has to be the next one to get one. And like, I hate that. <laughs> like, okay, how do y'all feel? Because like, people, I I've heard this opinion from different people. It's like people think that like comedy is a black art form, and like it should, and it's like they treat it like it's rap. Where it's like, oh man, white dudes up there doing that shit. They ain't really funny, you know, or whatever. Like they feel like non-comic people, like you know, this is people not in comedy talking about comedy, but yeah. like, like that comedy is strictly black. Like it's a black art form. That's because all that. That's because that's all they've seen. Right. Yeah. They they haven't been exposed to comedy as a whole. I feel like comedy is the most diverse art form. Yeah. In yeah. They haven't in seen ownership. They haven't seen comedy, comedy is universal, bro. Yeah. They haven't seen like every culture has jokes. Every yeah. like there's comics like I was, my friends from Germany she shows me German comics all the time yeah everybody has something funny to say right yeah. like it's so it's a, the there's a story to be told if everybody anything, has something like that yeah it's like one I think <clears throat> anything like creative really I feel like you can't really put that in a certain ethnic category because I it's know. like every wherever there's people there's going to be culture wherever there's culture there's going to be some sort of form some forms of expression. Yeah. You know what I mean? And somebody's gonna, there's gonna be satire. And like, and it's like they might, not, yeah. No matter sure. what, there's gonna be satire. And it's like they might, they might not do it the way because that's one thing I noticed. Because like, uh, when I came, when I was like started doing comedy, like for real, for real, I first started off, I was doing black rooms, and then I started going to the idiot box, and I wasn't getting laughs at the idiot box. And I was right. like, nigga, what the fuck, man? Fuck white people, bro. I need to start going. Work. Like white people don't get me, bro. Right, but it's like it's comedy. It's not. No, yeah, but then it was like. like your jokes aren't structured for them. Yeah, it's it, people think comedy is just being funny. Like it's yeah. way beyond that, bro. See, like you got to be able to funny, but I can't. I don't think I have the work ethic to be a comedian. You got to be able to. Yeah. You got to be able to get slapped in the face yeah. <laughs> well, see, I, and be okay with that shit. I can do that. It's just I'm, you goddamn right. You can do that, bro. I've seen <laughs> happen, bro. I, I'm I'm a, I'm a man that can that can take some shit and keep on pushing. I don't care. I don't know, dog. But you, you wanna? Are you trying to walk me into these jokes, bro? No, nah, go ahead, get them off, nigga. Get them off if you got so this, to. This nigga was in an abusive relationship. Get them off. I'm, <laughs> I'm a grown man. This nigga, this nigga takes. This nigga takes all the hits, bro. <laughs> Lord, bro. This nigga, this nigga, ex fucking straight up hip tossed that nigga onto the ground. Real life, real life shit. That bitch was strong, bro. Real that was life a strong shit. motherfucker, bro. I mean, I do like aggressive women, so I feel like I get you on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was the first podcast listener, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. OG fan. She still listening? No. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. I highly doubt it. Bro. I don't think so. Right. But, nah, I feel like, because, like, I don't know if you hit had those moments doing stand-up, but, like, I did a show at TJ's Nightlife. I was opening for Mike Bonner. Uh, like, like I, my career is so inverse. Like, I started off opening for, like, like deaf comedy jam niggas. And so, like, I was opening for Mike Bonner at TJ's Nightlife. And these are, like, 40, 50-year-old black people. So anything <laughs> I have to say, they just write it off. Like, write it off instantly. So I didn't get any laughs, really, at all. And, like, it that shit broke me. Because I was, like, one of the first times I, like, bomb bomb. Like, I've had jokes yeah. not hit. But, like, the rest of them were good. But, like, my whole set was fucking awful. And I was like, and then he fucking, when he went up, he played off of one of my jokes and got bigger laughs than I did. And I was like, damn, that shit. I was like, fuck comedy. I ain't, I, I, I ain't going. But then I did a show the next night and did all right. And I was like, oh, okay, I could, I could do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think mine's, uh, mine's going, I guess, the correct way. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
I don't know. Well, my my kind of my kind of started weird too, because like I did when I came back, I did one open mic, got a show off that open mic, got a ten minute set off a two minute set. Uh, so you know, I bullshitted ten minutes. Still did. Well, I did like maybe eight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Still did all right. You know. Uh, then then that that was when I started going to the fucking uh, idiot box like every now and then, and I would I would still like just go to like that one spot where I'd just be killing it at. Yeah. But then like. But when I got to the idiot box, that was when I realized, like, oh, nigga, you really got to, like, work. Yeah. You really got to actually, like, you can't just, like, because I was just going up there and just being, just acting like a nigga. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's, like, you can't, like, you can't go everywhere and just act like a nigga and expect yeah, people to think that shit's funny. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. So, I actually have to learn how to, like, how to fucking write jokes. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, uh, matter of fact, when I met Decoro, that was when I started going to the idiot box regularly. Okay. And then uh, we had took the workshop with Eric Trundy, and like Eric Trundy helped us like you know get our like our first five minutes together. Okay. And then uh, bro, wait, can I just say I fucking love Eric. He's my fucking comedy stepdad. I feel hell like, yeah, bro. Like for real. Like he gave me a note last week. I felt so blessed. Like, <laughs> Dude, Eric is the motherfucking goat, bro. Yeah, bro. I feel it. Like, I don't know. But yeah, bro. I um. So my kind of comedy journey was, so I was like a fan of comedy from when I was like 14, 15. Like when I first, the first comedy special I watched was like fucking Kevin Hart something. I think it was, it was either laughing my pain or I'm a grown little man. And I was like, oh my God, like the nigga had me shit. Like I was laughing so hard. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this shit is amazing. And then like I found other comedy stuff. And I was like, oh my God, this is like a job. Like you could do this. And For real. I, I had always been like kind of a speaking type person. Like I like to go up and speak places. And so, and I was kind of funny. So like, you know, I just grew a love for it. And then like when I was 16, I went to my first open mic at Good Nights before they, before Brandy uh, became in charge over there. Mm. Um, and I was like downstairs and like, it was like five people. And I brought like two of my friends. So it was really like three people I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And uh and then I, I went up and like I did okay and I was like, all right, cool. And then like two years later, then I did stand up again uh, and I did I did open mics like in between in those two years, like sporadically because I was in high school. So like I had time to like really go nowhere. Yeah. Uh, and my parents, I didn't tell my parents I was doing this. So. And you had no car. I didn't have no car. So, <laughs> like, so I was doing open mics when I could and like I was at good nights and how I feel about the Good Nights crowd is, like, it's really easy, in my opinion. Like, I feel like you don't really have to work that hard for laughs sometimes. See, but Raleigh... If you're, if you're charismatic, they're going to laugh at you. Like, see, Raleigh, though, Good Nights, shouts out to Good Nights, bro. They be having them drunk motherfuckers out really there, dope. bro. Them niggas drunk be drunk. Because they got good-ass food and good-ass liquor, bro. Yeah. Bro, so, like, you go to Good Nights, bro, you best believe, like... At least a third of the crowd is smack, nigga. Yeah. Like Greensboro, Greensboro, like they don't have a little like, beer. like yeah, like like they, they'll be you know they'll be drunk. They might get a little rowdy or whatever. Yeah. They have a, if they have a few too many, but it's like Raleigh, them niggas just be drunk. Yeah, bro. So I did. I would do shows there, and like I I was writing jokes and like, but like I wasn't like writing writing. Like if I thought of something funny. I would write a joke about it, and I would keep it in my pocket for, like, a long time until I did an open mic, and I would do it. Like, oh, damn, okay, that was funny. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I did uh, – and then it was my family reunion in D.C., and fucking – I don't know if you know Kai Morgan, 
but mm-hmm. uh, he was he's friends with my cousin, and then he did a set for us, like for the family reunion. And then yeah. somebody was like, "Oh, my my son, went, oh, my dad Lord. was like, oh, my son wants to be a comedian," and I was like, "Dad, calm down." And so then he gave me his card. He was like, "If you're really about this shit, call me." And so then I called him when we got back home, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, you can come uh, open for me. Uh, like you can do like three minutes, five minutes at a thing I'm doing." And I was like, okay. And it was like right when I, it was like right freshman year in college, like band mm-hmm. camp. And so like I had to like miss a day of band camp to go do this nigga show. And like that was, that was like my first for real, for real show. I didn't get paid. But uh, it was, it was dope though. And it was really cool. And then he had me back on uh, a couple months later. And then he had me open in May. Like I did a show in February for him. And then he had me open for Mike Bonner in May. I opened for Vanessa Fraction in February. Uh, he had me open for Mike Bonner, and I was like actually on a poster. Oh and, shit! Yeah, nigga had my name spelled wrong and everything. Yeah, it was dope. <laughs> How do you fuck up David Robinson? Well, nigga? cause okay, cause nigga was like the general, nigga. So, no, no yeah, the admiral, nigga. The Come admiral. on, the admiral, he, nigga. What's so up? He wanted me to go by. He was like, you need a stage name and oh, all that. Lord. And I was like, I, I don't really like the stage name idea. And but he was me like, neither. he was like, what's your stage name? What's your stage name? And I was like, I don't know. My friends call me D Rob sometimes. So he's like, all right, D Rob. And so then he put D E E. R O B when it's just D R O B like wow and I was like yeah bro, damn like, he made you hood as fuck right and I was and I was up there like hey guys you know about white people like I was, <laughs> <laughs> fucking like, huh, didn't expect that from him yeah. yeah every time like I go do like a uh, a Def Jam mic or whatever or like a fucking like a they call them urban. Shows I hate out that here. shit but you like that's what, what it is and my fucking chocolate Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, every time I do one, they're always just like, uh, they was like, okay, what's your name? I was like, uh, David. They was like, uh, like, is that what you want me to call you? And I'm just like, it's my name, nigga. Like, David Goolsby, bro, just say that. She was like, you ain't got no stage name. I was like, nah, nigga. Nah, dude. It's just my name. Yeah. I was like, I was like, who else would I be, bro? Like, I don't know who else would I be. Right, and like. like what's good, nigga, is young Goolop? It's so, yeah, it's just so, I feel like that's so whack, but, uh. Like, we're not rappers. Like, it's just, yeah. it, we're us up there. They, they're like, hey, we, we're people. Yeah, we're people too. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know. It's like, uh, I'm not against it because it's like, if you can make it work and you develop a character around it and it becomes something like that, then I'm like, all right, that's whatever. Yeah, because yeah, then it's like, that's that's just like, I'm not going to like c- compare it to like Larry the Cable Guy, but like, that's kind of like what that is, like that KFAB shit. Yeah. You just kind of create like a persona. Mm-hmm. But it's like, me for the most part, it's just like, I know I'm going to talk about the shit that's going on with me, like right. what I think about shit. Right. Like, my, my, like, I feel like my comedy is, like, relatively personal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, and I always get that vibe from him. Like, oh, he's going to tell me about his week or something. Like, you look like you about to tell me about your <laughs> week when you get on stage. And I'm like, damn. Because you, like, like, you come on, you, like, you don't dress up for shit. So, like, I'm like, nah. this nigga just came from, like, Somewhere, some bro. shit. Mo- yeah, most of the time it's like, I just got out of class or I, I'm just getting off, like, work or some shit. Right, right. And, like, yeah, other just niggas will come up. up to a mic and, like, you know, look like somebody. And not that I'm saying they look like somebody, <laughs> but, like, they, they look, they'll come up and, like, like dress nice. Like, I know from when, I know I change my clothes. Not that I don't, like, try to dress up, but oh, I try no, to, yeah. I don't know, I wear know, the dress same like shit that. I wore to work, and I do that shit. Because, like, I mean, in my head, I'm like, when, like, when I do stand-up, it's like, I want to be, like, relatively presentable, nigga, you know? Like, I'm yeah. not going to come up there, like, just looking sloppy. I mean, I've done right. stand-up in, like, sweatpants and shit a few times. You know, but, you know, a lot of times it's like, I was hungover doing it. 
or I was like, nigga, I plan on getting drunk immediately after this, and it's like, why waste the time? Right. I just have I have one rule with dressing for stand up, and it's just I don't wear shorts. Yeah, I mean, except for that one time I wore shorts, and I was so upset about it, and I was yeah. just like, damn. I've never, yeah, I've never out. worn shorts to do stand up. Cause like I don't care how hot it is, I'm gonna put fucking pants on. Like yeah, I don't, facts. I can't have my legs out here. Nah. Yeah. But yeah, like, oh no, I'm kind of like nigga. I'm here to like. Like, when I go, even, like, when I go to mics or, like, when I do shows, I'm just like, bro, I'm here to fucking put in that work, nigga. I'm here yeah, to fucking, I'm here to, I'm here to tell these gym. jokes, nigga. Like, I'm here, I'm there to lift weights and yeah, it's fucking like, train. Yeah, like, I'm not really here to be flashy, nigga. I'm here to fucking, you're going to laugh at what I say. Right. Like, I might do some shit, but, like, what I'm wearing has nothing to do mm-hmm. with any of it. Yeah, for sure. So, like. Once I have, like, a Versace joke, then I might come <laughs> out. I might have some fucking <laughs> Bro, I had, uh, I used to do a joke about how, like, um. I tried to bring it back, but I don't think I don't think I think it needs to stay dead. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had a joke about like me being a grandpa and like turning out to be a grandpa. And like first time I did that shit, it kind of killed. But like it was just because of the way I dressed. So like it starts off like you know I think I'm gonna be a grandpa real soon. You know uh, if I keep dressing like this, dead ass nigga. I had the fucking uh, Bill Cosby sweater on, Lord. had fucking corduroy pants on, and some fucking uh, like brown boots on. And I looked like a grandpa, and uh, that shit was funny. But then I did it when I like looked like me, and they were just like, "What?" <laughs> like, you know, Shut up, young nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your dick's still working everything. Like, like nah. You but, got a sixty-year-old man in the back of the room, mad as fuck because he got shit. Right. two Viagras just to fuck his wife. <laughs> that nigga hurt. He's like. Bitch, I wish I had your youth. Yeah, I wish I had that nigga, blood. I'd fuck the shit out of Barbara. But yeah, bro. Um, but yeah, so then after after I got after I did those shows with Kai and running with him, and then I went back home for to Raleigh. Like I did mics, and then I signed up for NC's Funniest, and yeah. I did more mics, and did mics when I went to Detroit, and then came back to NC's Funniest, made it to semifinals. I was so excited, but mm-hmm. then like Loki. Not to shade. I feel like I did really good in the semifinals. I did a joke that I never like. I went up there with new shit and it killed. And oh, I was Lord. like, and I was like, damn, that shit did good. But then I didn't make it past. And I was like, that sounds mm-hmm. about right. But I was just mad because I was like, damn, I did really good. But um, but yeah. And then you know, I started coming. I started going to the e box in January. I felt mm-hmm. like I felt like I was. I looked like one of the like New Year's resolution niggas. Cause yeah, you know, yeah. at, in January, it's always them niggas in there. It's like, oh, it's my New Year's resolution. Yeah, bro. I thought that was your like. I thought it was like, oh, this is a new nigga. Cause I've never seen you until yeah, recently. No. I mean, no one ever does. I was like, I was like, yo, who is this new nigga? And then you went up. Well, like, like, I like, I ain't really stay to watch you do nothing. Like the first few times I saw you, I yeah. think the first time I actually like watched your set was at Monstercade. Yeah. One week, and I was just like, oh. Okay, this nigga, this nigga kind of funny. Okay, okay, okay. I was just like, I was like, I this nigga. I would go this... up so late at Idiot Box. No one ever stayed. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. I was like, yo, this nigga. I was like, this nigga is going hard right now. I was like, he's new. I think I thought that nigga just started. I do this shit, but yeah, I'm just new in the area, and like, this is the most I've done comedy consistently. Like, I feel like this is the real start for me. Like, cause yeah. doing it consistently is different than just doing it sporadically. Oh yeah. So yeah, and like. Yeah, I felt like new then, blood, when you get a car, bro. When I get a car, it's over. Get for your y'all real, niggas. get your real reps up, bro. It's over, bro. Yeah, because hell yeah, nigga. Yeah, and like y'all are like so like the idiot box like crew like that's like 
I never had like friends in comedy. Yeah. And like, not to get sentimental on you, but like, oh, I really yeah. appreciate that like niggas fuck with me like. Hell and, yeah, nigga. like, as, like, more than just, like, oh, what's up? Like, you know. See, I don't know. Like, uh, when I started the vibe, like, like, Green- like, Greensboro, the first time I came out, like, when I first got out of high school, uh, the first person I met was Dusty. Oh, wow. And, like, Dusty, bro, Dusty, just one of the fucking, just nicest, most wholesome really Christian though. fellas fucking out here, bro. loves everybody. Bro, like... And one of the funniest niggas out here, like, Dude, honestly. for real. Yeah. Dusty, I don't know what it is, but, like, you know, like, there's some people, you're just, like, I don't know what, like, what your faith is, bro, but, like, you got some Jesus in you, nigga. Yeah. Like, you just got a whole bunch of, like, whatever. Looking at him. I was, like, whatever, like, personality traits Jesus had, I was, like, you got those same personality traits, dude. Yeah. For sure. But, uh. And I remember, so I actually. And JD, JD was also one of those dudes that kind of, like, took me on his, but also, like, me and JD, like, are very similar. Yeah. We're very similar people. Yeah. Down to, like, I remember, like, to, like, the sh- things that happened, like, happened, like, along with, like, like, in the same grade, we would have, like, damn near the exact same story. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It was, like, like, it's, it's creepy, like, how, like, how, like, our, like, lives kind of, like, lined up. I, I feel like, like oh, when I watch y'all sets... I feel like y'all have the same topics, but just it goes different. It's like it's like you're him, but your life went different. Like yeah. so, like JD when he talks about being fat, he'll be like, "Yeah, but I'm trying to go to the gym, but like I still be doing fat shit and go to the gym." You're like, "Yeah, I'm fat. I'm gonna <laughs> just keep doing that, <laughs> and then I'm and work my life around it, not try to you know like treat it as something to fix or something." Yeah. You know, me personally, I'm just like, bro, if I feel good. Yeah, I know I'm doing all right because it's like, nigga, like I eat relatively healthy now, and like even like that, like that's just caused me to lose weight, nigga. Like my knees don't hurt, like I don't have like too, I don't have too much joint pain. I play basketball, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, and I can keep up, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, bro, I'm healthy. I'm just heavy. That's really it. We gotta get back on the courts though. Hell yeah. I'm down. Shit, I got my sneakers in the car, nigga. (laughs) Shit, I got a ball in the motherfucking. I feel like. I saw some nigga real quick, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, I'll take an L, but What's I just want to get. I just want to get out What's there. What's today? Thursday. Out. That's a work day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll take the L. I just want to get on the street. I just want to get on the court again. I just want to get on the court, bro. I, 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 I don't care. I'll Tell take me, an I'm L. Down. I, I know how to take an L. I'm down, nigga. We can do that right after this, nigga. Bruh. <laughs> I um, but I was gonna say though that I saw. So like, I never seen you before. Also, you went to high school with my friend Marissa, uh, uh, Comer. Oh hell yeah! Dude. Yeah, she was in marching band with me. Yeah, she saw you and, and her and her her, her older sister. Her older sister uh, was in the same department as me. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, so shouts out, shouts out one time to <laughs> the homie. Uh, but I saw um, I saw Jay Hodge at Good Nights long time ago, and I was like, bitch ass nigga, bitch ass nigga, but like funny bitch ass nigga. But I was like, nah, fuck that nigga. Rest <laughs> in peace, Jay Hodge, nigga. I was like, I saw him, and I was like. I don't mean to be on his dick or nothing, but, like, I was inspired. Because I was like, damn, this nigga funny, but, like, on a different... Like, I feel like most of the regulars at Good Nights, it's, like, they're all the archetypes of comedy. And it's, like, yeah. they check every box. But mm-hmm. he was something kind of out of the box, a little different than what I yeah. had seen. And, like, he did a joke about, like, he had his hood on. He's like, I wear this hood so uh, white people can stop saying I'm one of the good ones. And I thought that shit was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, but I saw him, and I think I've seen... I saw JD one time. 
Uh, but I just be in the shadows. Like I don't. I would be in the like, shadows. When I go to Mike's, like that's why I, why I used to like bring friends all the time. Because also niggas just want to come, and I don't know why they want to come to open mics. Because I always yeah. complain about open mics after you bring them to the open mic, and it's like nigga, I told you not to come. Or like they like they they want they don't want to like stay. Yeah, they don't like, want to stay. Like when you want to talk to niggas afterwards. Hell yeah. yeah. But, like, yeah, I used to always bring friends to open mics so I wouldn't have to talk to other comics because I'd be nervous. Like, Oh, yeah, I feel that, too. That's, yeah, that's what I did, too. Yeah, and so... I didn't want to get roasted. I didn't want to... Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> want, I didn't want people to think, I'm like... I'm trying to get you roasted. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want anybody to, like, judge me off of my set, like, whether it was good or bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to... I just didn't want to have a conversation. But, like, now I'm, like, more comfortable with that and, like, talking yeah. to people. But, yeah, yeah, I think when I started doing it for real the second time, uh, it was a little bit easier... Because it was, like, when I started going, like, regularly, like, going around, like, doing Mike's and Winston and shit like that, uh, I was riding around with Decro. Mm-hmm. Like, Decro would come pick me up when we do that shit. So it was kind of, like, I wasn't, like, 100% alone. It was, like, it's at least one other person uh, who's, you know, doing all this for the first time with me. Right. You know what I mean? And then it's, like, I, <laughs> I got Decro to do, like, a bunch of black rooms with me and all that shit. Right. Like, er, like I'm talking about early on, nigga, like, first two, three months of comedy, bro. Oh, okay. That's why, like, Decoro. How does he do in black rooms? I really want to see that. Decoro, right? Look, Decoro, he he, he will never, him, he, he will kills? never, he will never admit it though. He bruh. kills. He will never admit it, bro. Decoro will go into, bro. There's been so many times Decoro goes to like the artist block or some shit, and it's just 100 percent black people in there. Bruh. And like he will, he will follow. We went, to, we went to like this open mic. It's like a mixed mic, or it'll be like a mixed showcase or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it'll be someone doing like spoken word po- poetry, doing like some anti-white shit or whatever, like some like super like. Fuck the white man, blah 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 blah. <laughs> these lips, these hips, like, <laughs> like them bitches, bro. Yes. And then like Decker will come up and just fucking, just fucking destroy. He'd be like, yeah, I'm white. Right, uh, like, I'm white. He was like, I'm white. <laughs> I can't do anything about it. Decker, Decker, we we went to this comedy competition at High Point, and uh, Decker did this joke. This is like maybe we were maybe doing comedy. I was four months in, so he was maybe like three. And uh, this nigga, he told this joke. Hundred just black people. Just hood hood ass black people, bro, and like it's like it's pool tables in the back. It's bro, it's, a, it's a wild scene, and this nigga says like uh, he was like uh, I like going to Steak and Shake. He was like because Steak and Shake like they're very authentic with their theme, you know, like it's it's a very nineteen it's a very nineteen fifties theme. He was all like because like. He was like, you, you can tell they try because even all their servers are black. And I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, my God. And the place, and, like, I'm expecting, like, because I'm like, nigga, I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, we're oh, going to get shot fuck. up in here. I was like, oh, fuck. Because I'm like, because I'm like, they going to ask me. He's like, is that your man? So I'm like, yeah. oh, I was like, but we pulled up together. Like, <laughs> I was just like, if one of y'all drive me home, no. Like, but not like the place erupted, bro. That nigga's a monster. Decro, he's one of my favorites. Cause yeah, they were Decro's a fucking monster. Everybody in that room probably was thinking like, "Damn, that's intelligent." Yeah, I wish he would do that joke again. He said he he said he would never do that joke again, and I'm just like, "Why not?" Right. I want it now. I like. I'll be talking. About I'll put. I'm, I'm putting up an offer right now. I already did your joke on the podcast, nigga. It's bro, yours. Honestly, I I want niggas to sell jokes that they don't do anymore. Not even like. You know, sometimes, like, you know. Feed the game, bro. Feed the game, bro. Feed you know, I got a good 15 share, of my own hey, shit, but maybe I want content, two minutes nigga. of yours. Like, share content, nigga. Let's go. Like, shit, do a feature on my fucking comedy special. Nah, like, I've, <laughs> I've given niggas, like. Get a credit on the album, my nigga. Come yeah. on. Because it's like, you ever, like, you know, it's like uh, when people would, like, they'll write a song, 
like like rappers or uh, artists or whatever, they'll write a song about, ooh, you know who would really sound good on this? Yeah. And then like they would just give them that song. Yeah. Like, I've done that. I mean, I like, because right. there, there have been people that have done that, I feel like, because there have been times, like, most of the times, like, you're just trading tags or whatever. Yeah. But if it's, like, something like, uh, like, there'll be times where it's, like, me and Decker are, like, in the car together, and we'll be, like, talking about something, and then, like, a, like, a good premise will pop up, and we'll be having, like, a real good back and forth. Mm-hmm. Our rule is whoever has the, like, whoever has the best tag at the end of the conversation gets the joke. Okay. That's a good rule, yeah. Like gets the like gets gets everything gets gets every tag to okay. their disposal. So it's like even even though you came up with that tag, cause like but there have been times where it would be like a uh, nigga. I'll admit it. Like Decker will come up with like a mean premise, and I would just fire that hoe up, bro. And I'll be like, I, I want it, bro. <laughs> Give me that. But then there have been times where I, like you ever like think of a premise and you're and then you think of somebody else's joke. You'd be like, oh, that would be good for them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do or that like, a lot. Or like this would be a good add-on to their. Yeah, I do that a lot. Like, like uh, when I give people notes. I was thinking about that. So when I wrote my superhero joke, like yeah. you know what I do, but uh, I'm not gonna tell the joke. But uh, like I was thinking about your uh, Black Panther tag yeah. that you had. I was like, damn, this shit would go fire inside of your joke. But yeah. like I wanted it. So. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing that too. Like sometimes uh, I, I'll think about it for a few days, and if I can't think of anything profound relatively about it then i'll be like all right i'm gonna see if they like it yeah you know what i mean and if they like it, i'll just be like shit you know do what you want with it because it's still it's like i'm just giving you an idea yeah and it's kind of like you can kind of go go your direction because yeah. whatever they were going to do was complete opposite sometimes i'll like write a joke and i'll be like i'll forget like oh damn i'm not a girl like yeah they like this joke would be hilarious if a female said this shit but. see bro sometimes i think i don't know i have a couple jokes where i kind of talk as if like i'm a female yeah and I feel like those shits be heat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if you can, like, find a way to kind of, like, if you can, like, figure out, like, some way to, like, wrap it up to where it's just, like, it's not just, like, some weird shit, like, oh, you just switch personalities on stage out of nowhere. Yeah. But, like, you're able to be, like, oh, like, I don't even come to premise where it's just, like, uh, I mean, if you want to be edgy, nigga, if you want, like, some some, some edgy shit, bro, you can, like, talk about how, like, you think you might be trans, some shit. Yeah. And just kind of, like, play with that. That's right. if you want to be a god, though. But if like, you're not I, trying to be a god, I like, I like playing with different assumptions. Like, I have a joke where, like, I do, uh, I do, like, a funny accent, but the accent does not match the person that I was talking about. It's like, I kind of got the idea, like, subconsciously from, I don't know if y'all saw that Louis special, when he did, like, the Mexican voice, but it was, like, a gay, like, uh, just overtly gay person. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, let me end. And he was like, that's what a Mexican sounds like at the border. Just let me end. Like, and like, I kind of got the idea of like switching up accents with a Hell description yeah. of a person. And so like, yeah. But like, I just don't like, I, I, I don't know. My comedy that I feel comfortable doing is just me talking about shit. I don't really like putting the, putting the voice on or putting like, adding on, act, like, I just have to, that's something I need to work on is what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Like, like being able voices. to do different voices or act outs I mean, that match that don't look awkward, you know. I mean, that's more of like, see, I feel like a lot of times, at least with me, it's like you always think it's awkward because it's you, or whatever, yeah. and like you know you you know you've never done it before, right? But it's like, bro, nine times out of ten, it's like the audience don't know you've never like you've never not done that right. before, so it's just like to them that's just part of your act or whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, like, a lot of that shit is internal. Because, like, I had to get comfortable with doing, uh, like, when I was doing, like, my, my dad voice, 
or uh, when I was doing fucking, like, just like any other, like, act out, mm-hmm. really, it's just like, bro, no, one, no one's going to think that's weird but me, because everybody else, they're just watching me do comedy. Even the other comedians, most of them like are like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's you know the only I mean? thing I realize, like, other comics really don't give a shit about Yeah. <laughs> like, like, half the time when I've been paying attention right, to each other's sets, like, yeah. we're thinking about what we're about yeah. to say later tonight, like. But it's like, I don't know, it's like, I don't know, it's like a weird thing to where it's just like, I feel like you get to a certain point where, like, you can listen, like, you can, you can go through your own jokes, but still, like, listen yeah. to someone else's yeah. set. You know, it's towards just like. I hate when I space out, though. Like, I think, like, I think somebody, I think I was actually, like, watching your set, and I, I was, like, you started, but then I started thinking about, like, oh, shit, yeah, what about that joke that I was thinking about, da, 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 da. like, I was in my head while mm. I was watching you, and then, like, but then I snapped back in, and I was, like, damn, I don't even know what the premise of this joke was anymore, but then I knew the shit was funny, so I laughed, but, like, <laughs> you ever, you ever space out no, on a I joke, but, like, the, the punchline is so good that you still get it, like, right. yeah, that shit's crazy. Bro, I'm just a I'm just a funny nigga among comedians. That's hey, all, hey I'm honestly, just, that's some of the best my, type people. To my be favorite about. my favorite thing to do is make comedians laugh. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all I got. Yeah. That's all I can do. I can in conversation make a comedian laugh. I know I'm funny. Right. That's it. I feel like you can tell how cool a comic is by like how unfunny they are off stage. Like, yeah. <laughs> like if you if you just like whatever about shit off stage and then like. But like, still funny, but not like you know. Like, I'm not, I'm not being hanging out with you to see your act, like personally. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I just want to hang out with you. I feel like that's how you can tell a cool person. Yeah, yeah. I know. I think uh, that's one thing I like about the Greensboro scene, to where it's just like, I don't know. At least like early on, this this also before I really knew anybody, uh, in the Raleigh scene, it just kind of seemed like everybody was just kind of there, to kind of like get their cut, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's just trying to get a piece. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And even, like, I've seen that, like, kind of in Charlotte. And they're, like, and granted, that's that's not, like, a, like a fucking, like, oh, everybody in, everybody in these cities are like that, that do stand-up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, like, when I went out there, that was kind of the vibe. It was, like, what every, it's, yeah, it's kind of, like, like, you can just kind of tell, like, it's not too hidden that everybody has, like, some sort of agenda. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, we're, like, in Greensboro, like, Kinda, yeah, Greensboro. It's Greensboro so is kind of like like it's like we know we're not a big market, right? So it's just like so we're just like we're just gonna focus on being funny, and we're just gonna hang out because we're the few people in this area that that want to do this. this. Like yeah. honestly, like if we dipped out like and tried to like, like I feel like it would be a discredit to the scene. Like yeah. you know because we like everybody plays a part in like making the scene what it is. Like even mm-hmm. North Carolina in general, like. You know, we need different spots in different like cities for it to like grow as a whole scene. Yeah. You know? See, but also what I think, what I think is going on, like because now that like there's a lot of attention coming to North Carolina comedy-wise, well, just in general, really, there's just a lot of attention coming yeah. here because there's a lot of talent popping off. Because people are like starting a lot of things in North Carolina, then people are leaving North Carolina, doing a lot of stuff, and then claiming North Carolina. Yeah. So people are going back to North Carolina to like look and see what else is here. Bruh, I'm telling you. Then, oh, bro, these festivals, bro. Bro, these City festivals are year, fucking getting ridiculous. Like Oak City next year is gonna be the most fire shit. Like this year, I can't wait to go to the shows. But yeah. like next year, that shit is gonna pop the fuck off. Hell I yeah. just feel it. And even and even NC, like that that shit is gonna pop off. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know, but I feel like because like those opportunities are starting to rise and it's kind of like everybody's kind of in on it. 
Yeah. Like, everybody's kind of benefiting from it in some sort of way. Yeah. Uh, then it's like the whole scene is starting to become, I don't know, at least, like, this could just be me because, like, I'm starting to, like, become friends with more people mm-hmm. outside of the Greensboro scene. But it's like, I don't know, it seems like everybody's starting to become less clicky. Okay. Slowly but surely. You know what I mean? Because it's kind of like, now that, like, the, the Idiot Box got the new location, so it's able to do a lot more. And, like, some, like, we, like, at least I know, like, with last but not least, we, a lot of times we go out of our way to make sure that we're pulling people from Charlotte and pulling people from uh, Raleigh and shit. Like, try, just trying to get people from, like, different parts of the state involved. Because mm-hmm. then it's just, like, A, that helps them see our comics. Right. Like, the Greensboro comics and hopefully, you know, the trade-off will happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure, but, for sure. That's what I really liked about having uh, Natalie come do that show that I did at that bar. Because, yeah. like, you know, I haven't seen her act in a minute. And, like, also, like, she's not, like, she's not, like, a Greensboro comic. Like, yeah. she's, like, just around all everywhere. And so I liked seeing, like, a diversity type deal. You know? Hell yeah. Yeah. Shout out to her. I don't be seeing her a lot, but every time I see her, she crushed, bro. Fucking just a killer. A crusher. Like, honestly, bro. I fucking love Natalie. Like, she's a school teacher. Like, do them kids know that she's that funny? Like, I don't know. Shit. The Barky wave, bro. For real. Get on it. Yeah. Well, we've been recording for like an hour and a half. Oh, I mean. Which is a solid episode, if you ask. That's a solid episode. That's a solid episode. That's a good, that's a a cookout tray of an episode. that's, That's good. That's good content, right? Anything you want to say to the people? Um, you know, just you know, keep living life. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at D R O B Jokes, all one word, D Rob Jokes. Um, I, I have a YouTube channel called D Rob Jokes, but I don't really put anything on it anymore. Uh, I'm gonna maybe try to start. I don't know. I say that shit all the time. It's like I'm saying. I'm yeah, I be saying that gym. shit too. I told yeah. myself that was like one of my goals for the summer. Yeah. To just. I don't know. But yeah, follow me on Instagram. Um, you know, I'm around in North Carolina. Uh, you know, holla at your boy, book your boy. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. I don't really have much to plug. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey. David Robinson, everybody. All right. D-Rob. D-Rob. But yeah, uh, you can follow the podcast on all social media. Hell you yeah. You feel me, man? Twitter. We over there. MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter, it's off, it's off the cuff and see. Instagram, it's podcast off the cuff. Hell yeah, bitch. You feel me? Uh, Facebook, after the at symbol, it's OTC pod and then motherfucker. Um, you can find us. On all streaming services, all relatively. You feel me? Uh, Stitcher. iTunes. Google Play. SoundCloud. Amazon? I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. We can try, though. We can try, though. Um, One of these days, laughable. I'm pretty sure these episodes are on YouTube, too, if you want to watch them on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was watching on, uh, I was listening on uh, iTunes earlier today. Oh, yeah, For real? yeah, yeah. Which episode did I you? Uh, I was listening to the one where Eric was on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh uh, Trundy and uh, James Hodge? Yeah. yeah. That shit was fun. Uh... Bro, listen to that Philip Warren one, bro. Please. I will. Go back. Oh, my gosh. All right. If like, anybody's... That's if, like... Yeah. If you're new. If you're new to this podcast. Yeah. The Philip Warren one is the perfect one to, to start at, bro. Warren episode. Like, that episode is gold. Yeah. Right. I say, like, the Philip Warren ones, 
And then the first two JD ones. Okay. Yes. The first two JD ones were amazing as well. And the Nick Hartwright one should be the fourth one you should listen to. Yeah. And then, Our, uh, Nick Hart, yeah, that one was heat. What was a good one? What's another good? What's a what's another good starting five on that? You should. A good starting five. Okay. Let me let me go look. At uh, it. Let me go maybe look at uh, it. Rocky. Five. Rocky. Yeah. Rocky or Sham Lee. That was a good oh, one too. Oh, I think Sham Lee. Sham Lee, that was a good one. Sham too. Lee might be one of my favorites. That was a fun one. Like, yeah, bro. That Sham Lee episode was amazing. Hey, yeah. dude, fuck with the podcast. You know, share this shit. Share you know this what I'm shit. saying? Go, with, go with show your, your friends. Your, your baby moms. Hey, the dude that's fucking your baby tell moms. tell two fucking friends about this shit. Or fucking you're tethered from us. They're, they're going to be mad because then they don't have no fucking friends. Yeah, then they're going to fuck you with a broom. With, what? Or a mop. Right. Or might, some other cleaning utensil toy. And you might Fence. get sold into slavery after that, too. Hey, hey, Callbacks all day. All day. <laughs> all day. Hey, yo. But yeah, thanks for, thanks for having me on, y'all. Yo, I, nah, I hope to be back. I, oh, I had a good yeah, time. Dude. Oh, don't worry. It's enjoyable. You will, I mean, are you will be, be. You are a I'm, friend. I'm in Raleigh, so I'm like an hour away, so. You are a friend of the show, man. Where are you? Uh, where are you going to be at next year? Are you still going to be on campus? Yeah, I'm still going. Oh uh, no, I'm going to be in preeminent. The like. Oh, by, by Mr. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in. Uh, I'm going to be in UP. Oh, okay, that's so, not that far. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Hey, yo, get the fuck out my house. Now. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> the hangups we have today. Whoop-dee-dee-scoop-poop. <laughs>